Welcome to Dudes of Hazards Radio. I'm your host and founder, Donnie McCarty. On today's podcast, we're going to be recapping our first Hazards Cup, which was one of our second major tournament, which was held down in Blue Ridge, Georgia, May 13th through the 15th. On today's episode, I have Brad Nagley and Jeremy Beechner joining me today. Guys, go ahead and say hello to the guys. What's up, dudes? Brad in the house. Excited to be with you guys for another podcast. What's going on, guys? Jeremy, glad to be back in the house with you guys. Guys, thanks for coming back on. Um, we'll definitely get your guys' reactions on uh, the tournament this weekend. It was a great time. Um, but before we do that, just going to jump into a couple quick league notes, cover those, and then we'll get um, rocking and rolling. So June 4th is going to be our charity tournament at Pine Oaks uh, Golf Club or Golf Course in Johnson City, Tennessee. Cost for that is going to be 220 a team or 55 a person. Uh, it's going to get you a round of golf, a uh, donation to Isaiah 117 house, and some lunch provided with that. Um, looking to have basically the Sunday before that be the deadline for teams to sign up. So go ahead and get a move on that. Our next event after that is going to be the second Dudes of Hazards Cup. That's going to be down in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. That'll be June 23rd to the 27th. Going to be playing a bunch of the Legends courses, uh, and that'll be our Ryder Cup style tournament. After that, in July, July 8th through 10th, we have our second match play championship, and that'll be up in Canton, North Carolina, and our last major of the year. I know that's one that a lot of guys are excited for. Um, match play, you know, crazy things can always happen, so excited to see how that'll work out. But those are our league notes, not much to really go over um, this podcast. Let's go ahead and kind of jump on into this thing, guys. So Friday, we had our practice round at Old Tacoa. Um I don't recall. You don't recall it. <laughs> Is that because uh, you decided to block it out from your memory, or? Well, um, played pretty terrible okay. and decided to get pretty hammered. Um, That's happened before. Yep. Will happen again. Yep. <laughs> um, everyone knows how those days go, where it doesn't really mean much. You're out there just playing, starts going a little sideways, and you're like, all right, well, the golf's not as entertaining today, so yeah. going to have to find another way to do this myself. So, overall, what do you think of the place on Friday from a first reaction? Hard. Yeah. It was, it was a really hard course, I thought. I was scared. I lost scared. like six balls. I lost like six balls in the first – Seven holes, and I'm thinking I did not bring enough golf balls. And that's our league pro right there, worried about running out of golf balls at this place, yes. especially from I the legit, tips. That's, I le- uh, that had to have just been some insanely tight tee shots. I legit went through a dozen Pro Vs. <laughs> mm, that's, that's an expensive round then. Ten, of them, the got, ten of them got hit once. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect gems. That's exactly what you like. And I'll tell you what, uh, found a – I mean – when I was playing that day, I was playing with Alex and Nolan, and they were, um, I mean, they were definitely just putting their golf balls in opportunities to find other people's lost golf balls as well. Um, <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, I've never found so many, was it precepts with the old Tacoa logo on it? That's like they're <laughs> stealing from the range. Well, I, I don't know if it was either that or just that's like the ones they sell in the pro shop, but like, I mean, we found count, like, I have six logo balls from Old Tacoa now, just from, like, helping Nolan look for lost golf balls. So, they weren't like, from the range. I think the range was Bridgestone. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I feel like that was from the pro shop, and people were playing with their logo balls and just 
losing them left and right out there. I'm glad Justin's not here, but I swear I thought he was like the golf ball Easter bunny out there and just <laughs> dropping precepts everywhere. <laughs> I was like, the precept, just that's mine. Shout out to like, Max. <laughs> oh, my God. And Max is not someone's name. That is uh, what Justin seemed to record on a lot of golf holes out there this weekend. But Max. <laughs> Justin would hit one. T-shot. Max. Justin would hit one shot out of bounds and be just give me Max. I'm like, dude, I'm, you're dropping and hitting three. It's a hazard. Nah, just give me Max. <laughs> we don't have to do this. Like, you, you can play. Uh Another ball here. Yeah, that place was fun. Um, we'll go ahead and dive into that a little more, but we actually we got uh, Hugh that we're going to reach out to. He came – this was actually his first uh, trip that he came on that was like a overnight trip essentially, not just – he came to the one – um, the Dudes of Hazards Open, which I guess that was an overnighter for him coming from Kentucky. Yeah. But this is like the first one to where a bunch of us were staying together. So we're going to kind of give Hugh a call and just see what he thought of his first tournament um, here with the Dudes of Hazards. Hello? Hugh, what's up, man? How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Just sitting here with uh, Brad and Jeremy hanging out, uh, doing the podcast recording. So why don't you just say hey to the guys, and we'll kind of uh, hear a little bit about your first trip. What's going on, guys? How are y'all doing? What's going on? Oh, Drinking man. a beer. Drinking beer, me too. <laughs> are you? Amen. What a surprise for them. Just got, <laughs> the dudes just of got done cutting grass. <laughs> you said cutting grass? Yeah, I just got done cutting grass. I figured I'd have a beer. Hey, that's a good way to treat yourself. <laughs> Well, Hugh, um, first event with the dudes. Uh, that was like an overnight trip. What did you? What was your take from the weekend? Um, and just kind of walk me through maybe any memorable events. Maybe if those were the day before um, the actual tournament started, or anything like that. <laughs> well, it, I planned it out to be you know a great trip and, and go down there early and, and get a good night's rest in a hotel by myself and. And was gonna get there early on Friday, you know, hit some hit some balls and stuff. But uh, apparently, God had some other plans for me. So I uh, I left on Thursday um, around six o'clock, and I made it about an hour and a half north or south of my house towards Knoxville. And uh, I got a flat tire, so pulled off the interstate, um, got that changed. But I didn't really feel comfortable driving to Knoxville, which is where my hotel was um, on a flat uh, on a spare tire. Excuse me. So luckily enough, I went to college in Richmond, for those of you who don't know, in TKU. Um, and I called up one of my good buddies. Um, him and his wife live in Richmond, and he was fortunate and grateful enough for me to stay at his house. That's awesome. Um, on Yeah, on Thursday night. So I stayed there, uh, woke up at 6, and went to two or three different places in Richmond to try to find a tire that fit my car, um, or the other three tires on my car. So. I went to Walmart. They didn't have anything. I went to the next place. Luckily, the manager there um, saved me some time and called around until he was able to find a place with it. So he sent his mechanic over, got me a tire, got me back on the road at about like 8.15-ish. Um, tea time was at 11.40, and I wasn't able to make it by then. So um, I was in Richmond, and for those of you that don't know, that's like a four-hour drive to uh, Blue Ridge. So um, they were, Donnie was awesome enough to call ahead and, and get my tea time moved back an hour. And I, I think I pulled up around 1235 ish. So I got to the security gate. I was in a hurry. The security guard wanted to have small talk. 
that I was he knew I was a tire guy. <laughs> that was the friendliest security it, guy there's ever yeah. been. Yeah, you're the Kentucky guy. Yeah, you're the flat tire guy. Yeah, well, I was wearing a Kentucky hat, so that kind of gave it away. So he goes, "Oh, you're the tire guy." So um, that's great. Talked to him for a second, and sped up to the clubhouse, and walked in the pro shop. They knew I, who I was from the tire. So fun <laughs> the, little the and tire guys here. <laughs> Famous. Yeah, exactly. So I went to the first tee and that's how I started my day. So it wasn't that bad. I was able to take a deep breath and kind of relax and enjoy myself once I got there. And it turned out to be a great weekend. I had a lot of fun. A lot of those guys are super nice and fun to hang out with. So um, the, it was a great time. Was the tire reasonably priced? Oh, no. I spent $300 <laughs> on a spare tire. But oh. I did uh, I did in my mind just go ahead and prepare myself. I was going to, whether it was 300 or or $1,000, I was paying whatever it was just so I could get there on time. So. God, that, wasn't going to miss it. That's one of those things too. That mechanics, like he's not fixing to cut you the 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 deal or anything like that. You're you're paying full price in that situation. No, he, when he, he knows. He knew. He yeah. knew what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. So. He's like, well, he's going to pay what I what I told him he's paying. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you got down there. Um, what'd you What'd you think of Old Dakota in that practice round? It It was a beautiful course. I uh, honestly stepping up on that first tee after everything I went through that night and everything i was just like kind of mentally exhausted so i got to crack open a beer justin bought me a few beers he's nice enough to do that um so i was able to drink a couple beers get relaxed and just have fun i mean it was a great time um bradley had a little too much to drink but i'll let you tell him or he'll let him tell that side of the story <laughs> I already did. Um, about his twerking on t-box on thing i was on 15 but uh nice. no it was it was a lot God, of fun I'm, and then stephanie's could... not listening to this episode <laughs> <laughs> it's like stuff. uh yeah i don't i don't think we actually recorded one the audio file is messed up don't bother uh tuning into it uh, my bad stuff um but no it was it was fun but i, I quickly realized how tough that course was i mean I'm sure everybody can speak for that, but man, it's just, it was mentally exhausting more than anything, standing over each tee box, knowing that if you miss the fairway, like you're going to be in trouble. So, uh, I mean, it was a fun practice round. I shot, I think 81, which is, I, I thought that was respectable for myself. I was happy with it. So I um, had a little rough front nine, but was able to shoot 37 on the back. So I, I'll, I was taking it because it yeah. was a tough, tough course. And the greens, I mean, on the first green, we all hit the green and, and we were like, dang, like, this is not going to be fun. Uh, so. Green one's insane. Like, uh, on oh, yeah. Like, like, just right off the bat, you're like, what the hell yeah. am I getting yeah. into? Is every green going to be like this? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, more Luckily, or less. Luckily, that got a little easier, but it was one was, yeah, one was an animal. And not not to mention, they were both cart paths only for the first two holes. So you walk two miles the first two holes. So. <laughs> I about died. <laughs> A little rough, yeah. <laughs> Justin, Jeremy, and Hugh about watched me stroke out going up on number two to back to the cart. Two is so steep going back up to the cart, especially if you're on the right-hand side of the fairway. You're just like, is this made to just wear me out? I, that fairway bunker, I was right of it. Oh, I had God. to go all the way up. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a little bit of walk in there. Um, here, yeah. so... Uh, overall, you finished uh, second on the tournament, which I know I think for the the dudes of Hazards Open, you didn't have quite as strong as the showing. So I think this probably felt good for you. Uh, you know, everyone, you always like to take the win, but I mean, I feel like a second place with the field that we had out there—that's probably a lot to be pretty proud of overall on the weekend. Yeah, it, it wasn't bad. I was happy with it. I mean, it, anytime you can go out there on a course you've never played before and and do that for two days, it was it was a fun time. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, my first tournament down in Graysburg, it was a little rough. You know, I was nervous. I'd never met some of those guys or most of those guys, you know, 
I uh, Bradley was kind enough to enter my name in for somebody he thought could win, so that put some more pressure on me. So <laughs> nice. it, it is what it is. I I'd been playing decent golf going into that tournament, so I thought you know I'd, I'd be doing okay, but that was not the case. Um, and then this time around, I was not playing good at all going into the weekend, and I was like, this is going to be a shit show. Um, but it actually it wasn't too bad. I had a great time. Um, Saturday's round was a little rough. I posted a rough score there, so I knew I had some work to do. Um, come that second nine. Um, yeah, I feel like you really turned it on there. Yeah, I was. I was. You know, I spent some time eating lunch. I was like, I got to do something and kind of catching my breath and rethinking and everything. And I went out there. I think I was net four under through five um, on the nine holes on the back. That's and then wild. of course I did what I usually do and went bogey, double bogey to follow that up. So. Six. Um, I shot thirty six, which is okay. I mean, yeah. I thought that that got me. That got me. That kind of jump started. I guess my my round for Sunday. I, I thought that that would put me in a decent spot because I, yep. I there for a while on Saturday. I kept looking at the leaderboard and I was like, I'm not even gonna make the cut. <laughs> yeah, I remember you were worried about um, that, and I was playing with you, and I was like, just relax. I said, trust me, I've played yeah. with these people before. <laughs> I said, the, the, the meltdown is incoming for a lot of these guys ahead of you. And then, you know, just over the next uh, about 27 holes, every three or four holes, you see Hughes' name go eight, seven, six, and start climbing yeah. the leaderboard there. And I'm like, yep. I said, I knew it was just a matter of time. So, well, that's awesome, man. Uh, any other just kind of – Fun memories or takeaways you had from the trip, from the Airbnb to basically any of that? No, it was a it was a beautiful um, Airbnb. I wasn't expecting it to be that, you know, that pretty and that fun of a setting, but it was awesome. We got there on Friday night and, and got to see all that and hang out with the guys. It was a lot of fun. And I, like I said, I hadn't met a lot of them. I'd only known you and Brad and Justin and, and Jeremy, so I'd, I'd never really met everybody. I met, I met a lot of them at Graysburg, but that was such, you know, a brief, a brief sure. thing and we yeah. weren't staying together and I never really, you know, got to meet everybody. So it was fun to meet those guys and hang out with them, stay in the same house. And that was just a lot of fun. So that's, I mean, that's probably the most, most memories I took out of it was from, from hanging out Friday and Saturday night at the, at the house. It was a lot of fun. That's awesome, dude. Uh, Brad, Jeremy, you got anything for Hugh before we let him go here? No, great playing, man. It was awesome. It was good to, good to play that final nine with you. And uh, you're going to teach me how to hit that three with that far. God, oh, yeah. I need you to teach me how to putt, Jeremy. That'd help. <laughs> Dude, can that we, three can we talk when about... he's roping it is that's a weapon. Like on on eleven on on the final scramble nine we did, mm-hmm. um, I may have had a cocktail or two by then. No. And <laughs> Hugh cracked his driver on ten, didn't tell anybody this, so flat tire, broke driver, and oh, yeah. we get on eleven. What? He smokes you didn't it. know that? No. He broke his driver on ten at the scramble. Yeah. You finished on, so second place on, with a broke driver the last twenty seven. Well, Ooh. On, yeah. on Damn. ten on on ten of the scramble, I teed off and it was a real low stinger and Put I knuckleball. didn't do that on purpose. Like I didn't mean to do that. I guess I kinda acted like I did, but I didn't mean to do that. I looked down at my driver and there's like a crack, a horizontal crack. Um, along the bottom, like thread of the of the club face, and I'd never had that happen before. So Damn, I had to hit my three wood the rest of the scramble, and then also all day Sunday I didn't have my driver, so I played with my three wood. So well, it was a lot of fun. So talk about the weekend. He missed, didn't get to go to his hotel. Yep, he popped a tire and got gouged for it, and he broke his driver. 
That's an yeah, expensive weekend. I, this is an expensive weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> but it was, hey, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Hey, you bounced back. Uh, I mean, I know I, I, I would have been fuming coming into the weekend if that would have happened to me. So yeah. good job by being able to, honestly, being able to enjoy the weekend with the guys. Uh, I'm glad you felt like the guys were welcoming and stuff. I mean, I feel like we got a really good group of guys down there. It was a oh, lot yeah. of our yeah. uh, members that are just pretty enjoyable to play with for the weekend. So I'm glad uh, you had a good time. Yeah, it was a great time, and I uh, I feel bad for Nolan. I, I rode with him in that second night. Oh, I think it was God. a scramble, and he uh, we're gonna get poor, to that. Poor man, mm. he uh, he uh, he was in great spirits though. Man, he was a lot of fun to ride with on that. That says ride. a lot just, because yeah, there's a lot of people that just spirit. would have been meltdown mode. Yeah, like been like, yeah. oh God, make this guy walk. No, yeah. he was, and and it's not like he he didn't just ride in the cart and you know drink beer. He he got out every hole, walked up to every green, or no the man. limped up to every green. And then on 17 <laughs> of the scramble, he freaking chipped in for for eagle on that par five. That's and nasty. That, that, yeah, that was nasty. So that was it was a lot of fun to see that. That was fun. Well, we're gonna talk to Norman a little later, so we're gonna let him share his story of his uh, no, yeah. eventful weekend <laughs> and how that slight, you know, because the thing was, we all knew that Nolan was gonna win this tournament um, from the get go, and that the only reason he didn't was because of his little incident. So we just uh, we hate oh, to yeah. see it for him. Well, Hugh, thanks for joining yeah. us, buddy. We're gonna get back to uh, finish from recording this, but I appreciate you taking the time to call in and look forward to the next time we get to play together, bud. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you all for having me. Yep, see you. See you. See you. Well, that was Hugh. Um, Hugh's awesome, man. Uh, Brad brought him into the league this year. Uh, just one of the guys a lot of people have really enjoyed playing with. He can also really play himself, but I feel like he has a good demeanor, a lot of fun to get out there with, and especially hanging out after the round with at the house and just getting to know him a little better weekend was, uh, was a lot of fun. He's marrying into my family. So it better be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Easy enough. Um, so, yeah. So, just going back to a little bit on the uh, the practice round, we basically had, I think, 13 of us out of the 16 that were down there for the weekend make the practice round. I think everyone had quite a bit of fun. Um, I got to play with Nolan and Alex. Um, those of you that don't know or haven't listened to the past ones, Alex is um, my less talented at golf brother-in-law. And then... <laughs> Uh, Nolan is even his less talented best friend, but, um, me and Nolan also have been buddies since we were back in the fraternity days back in 2014. So known both these guys for quite a bit. And it's been really cool. These two guys three years ago were just dirt bikers that would never have dreamed of picking up some golf clubs. So it's pretty awesome to have them out there playing. And I mean, uh, I don't think I could have had a better experience Friday. I personally, uh, Jeremy would be proud of this shot in 83 that day. Um, yeah. was very happy with that. Uh, I shot 96 <laughs> with a twerk. <laughs> 96 with a twerk? Is that more like a 98 or a 94? Uh, I think it goes down. Goes I think that's a 68. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was fun. Um, you know, Alex played pretty well, uh, given basically seeing the new course and everything. And uh, Nolan, yeah, he, he had a good time. So that was what was important. And uh, glad I got to play with those guys. So let's go ahead and move on to Saturday. Um, this is at Old Union. We basically had our first round of the day. It was played from the Blues. Um, we played 18 holes there. So, uh, Jeremy, let's go ahead and start with you. Just tell me maybe a couple memories and takeaways from that first 18 um, and maybe just some of the differences you saw from that practice round at Old Tacoa to coming out to Old Union. Man, it's like I feel like it was a completely different golf course. Like you, Well, it was a completely different well, golf yes, course. Well, yes, it was, but like – 
you go to Otoko, who is like really tight and high grass everywhere and houses to Old Union, and it was like you could virtually miss it anywhere and still be in play and have a chance to at least hit an iron shot in the green. And I I told Bradley, I said, I don't think I ever played golf this early. And if it was, it was like a long time ago. So we were talking about like shoes, like what shoes should we wear? Because we were scared we weren't going to make it 27 holes or 36 holes with the shoes we had on. But uh, that was a lot of fun. And so we got to hit, go to the putting green and it was like flat. And we're like, oh, this is kind of weird because we just put on – putt-putt course at Otoko with the mountainous golf greens we were on. Yeah, so it no was really, it was really crazy to go to back to flat greens. And then, so it was a lot of fun though. And we got to meet uh, Chanel and uh, Ranger Rick um, and Ranger Bob. So it was, it was a lot of fun. They came up and hassled Calvin and, and, uh, and uh, yeah, so it was a lot of fun. It was, it was really weird, but it was really fun. Nice course. It's awesome. Brad, what did you think of it? I liked it. I thought it actually, I mean, like, the design of it from a design point it had a lot of strategic holes Mm -hmm. bunkers holes that you could try to like hit over a hazard Mm -hmm. be in a great spot spot, but you have a forced carry or lay up with an iron and you got you know 160 170 yeah so it kind of had a lot of choices I agree. Kind of like decision making on it. But, I uh, really, for not knowing it really too much, like just did a little bit of research. It looked like a really good value course to add in there, and I, th- I it far exceeded my expectations of it. Yeah. I really enjoyed. Um, I mean, the the pro shop, the staff there was amazing. S- yeah. Super awesome staff. Um, I mean, so like whenever the staff starts you off, you know, just on the good foot, it, that's always encouraging. Um, the ranger was pretty awesome. Remember on the first tee. Watching people rip it and grip it and get started. Mark sits up there, tops his drive onto the tee box in front of him, and he's like, ah, I never do that. Breakfast ball. <laughs> Let's take a wild guess what happened on the second one. Top. Top. Oh, second time it ever happened in his life. Bummer. Max. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that Love wasn't Justin Kelly. Um, <laughs> but no, so he does that, and then the Ranger just, you know, watches him hit. And I don't even think Mark knows this. Uh, he Basically, Mark hits his... There's a creek that's 40 yards in front. He's still on the front side of the creek, hasn't even crossed it yet with either one of his tee shots, and he hits the second one, duffs it, like, just, just over the creek. He gets back in the cart, and I can tell Mark's like, fuck, I just drove three and a half hours, spent hundreds of dollars to be taken four off the tee, 45 yards off the tee box. What a great time this is fixing to be. And the ranger looks over at me and goes, hmm. This might be a long day. <laughs> I was just like, nah. I said, Mark's actually pretty good. He's just uh, in, in a little bit of a little rough uh, first couple T nerves. But um, yeah, overall, I really liked uh, that course. Felt like it was a pretty fun round. There was a just a really sizable difference between the two. I mean, greens were different. T boxes, you said, uh, there you could kind of spray and pray the driver and get a little loose out there. Um, I actually hit the driver worse out there, I think, because – I, I think I got a little lazy at time picking targets and just being like, I'll just step up here and swing. Whereas at like old Tacoa, like I was like, okay, like here's the line. Like I got to nice. try to hit this. Like I just felt more, I mean, just more engaged in the round maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other thing I would say, and I thought this was actually pretty cool. Like I love seeing courses that are just different than what you play normally. I can't tell you how many times we'd hit a shot. Like Hugh would look like he had rope one into the pin. We'd be like, oh man, that's tight. We'd get up there, 
35 foot putt, like not even remotely close. I felt like the the approach shots where you thought they were on the green was super deceptive. Yeah. Uh, did, do you guys feel like that? You notice that sometimes too, like pulling up, thinking, or even you were further away, and then yeah. maybe in a better spot. We had that conversation. I had that conversation with Wes, and I was we. I think I can't remember what hole is that first par five uh, with the water on it. I can't remember what hole it is. Number three. Number three, and I hit a shot on there, and he was like, "Oh my god, it's you know, going to be kind of close," and then. It goes down there and it's like forty yards short, and we're like, well, "That's kind of weird," but it's just—I feel like we heard the depth perception or how far it was going was kind of weird. And then uh, that really weird par five as a pond, the OB really tight right was that eight? Yes, eight. yes, eight. yeah. yeah. Brad, Brad's favorite hole. God, but uh, like, like you just there's nowhere to miss it, and then you pipe a drive on the left side, and you you go up there, and you're eight in the, was brutal, and you're yes. in the water. Like, what the heck? Like, I thought that, that was, was perfect. Tough. That was, it was really I do remember that. Yeah. Like barely right I almost think that is one hole that would be easier from the tips because yeah, just more of a landing area for from where we were playing. I mean, you basically, I would it's say it's probably hole. forty yards from water to OB was our landing area. Now, see, the and, nice thing for me, I just can't hit it that far, so I had a wider <laughs> landing zone a little further back. So I, I couldn't relate to that problem, but I'm, I'm glad that you guys had to struggle with that. Shout out to Rick and his dog who played uh, the last couple holes with every <laughs> yeah. crew. So, Mr. Man. <laughs> I remember at one point we're looking, and there's this guy with the dog just standing out in the dead center of the fairway, and he's, like, waving us on. I'm like, I don't want to hit his dog. <laughs> And what Dustin, you, Rick, I'm not the dog we're worried about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dustin's like, yeah, me either, man. I said, Justin, okay, you just aim directly at the dog because you won't hit it if you do that. And then the rest of us will kind of see how this goes. And so uh, I, I think Justin took Max. So uh, <laughs> he's like, says swinging, uh, Max. <laughs> can't can't risk the dog, it. Max. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Well, let's go ahead and hear from Nolan. He had a very uh, interesting um weekend at the tournament. So let's hear what he has to say. No one. What's Hello. up, buddy? Hey, how we doing? Oh, pretty good. Just sitting here on the, the pod recording with uh, Jeremy and Brad. Uh, you probably just heard that beer crack in the background. So you can imagine <laughs> what we're up to. Uh, what do you, what do you got going on today? No, I've just been working all day. No. So, uh, working. That's, trying to limp around the best I could. I was going to say, I, said, I can't imagine doing too much uh, <laughs> manual labor out there after this weekend. Um, and no, this isn't. Nolan was too hungover, didn't get alcohol poisoning, anything like that. Uh, honestly, something far more tragic. So, Nolan, uh, let's start off with you first arriving and what you thought of the practice round at Old Dakota, and then we'll kind of get into uh, your debacle on Saturday. Had... A blast at the practice round. Course was was awesome. Played terrible, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> had good friends around. Beautiful scenery, so it's hard to complain about that. Yeah, you know, one of the memories uh, that I really took away from that practice round, and I think Jeremy probably even remembers this. We that first hole, dude, on fire, par for you, oh, yeah. par for me, birdie for Alex. I didn't tell Alex, dude, you should have intentionally missed that because you know what's coming next. First hole, birdie curse. Bad news for you. Uh, par first hole probably is the same equivalent for a birdie for you, so I'm sure that was you knew you were doomed making a par on the first hole. But it was kind of nice yeah. having a nice little three six 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 repeating uh, scoring average on the first hole. I think we all followed it up with doubles on hole two coming back the other way, so that was fun. And uh, I remember telling Jeremy that and uh, having some good laughs and um, – 
after that for you, I remember looking at the scorecard. It was kind of neat. It was like a slash for par, then a one, then a two, then a three. Uh, just adding up what we were going. So we started trending uh, a little sideways, even though we were having a good time. And then uh, hole six. Do you remember what happened on hole six, Nolan? Hole six. That downhill uh, little five. par. No, the downhill par four to the river. Well, that's when all hell broke loose. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead and tell us about this hole, because I, I think the guys will get a kick out of it. Well, first of all, course workers should just automatically have to leave when you just absolutely slice one into the woods and go drop the ball right next to them. They should just have to turn around or walk away. You mean you don't uh, like when that... you have three maintenance guys staring at you, expecting you to pull a Tiger Woods shot off from the rough? I will never hit a good shot from there, ever. <laughs> And I didn't, and then I lost another ball. Um, <clears throat> and I think I might uh oh, yeah, no. So I, I dropped again, took a shot, landed right short of a tree. So I went to go punch under the tree, and uh, beautiful shot. Just didn't go under the tree, went right into it, and came right back to <laughs> So I just picked up and <laughs> the maintenance people were watching this all. And and the good thing is, like, I don't remember what exactly was said, but Nolan, after taking his drop, hits this other one, just, again, just straight out of bounds on the second shot. And he made some sort of comment to these guys, and they, they just took it really well in stride and kind of ribbed him a little bit and diffused the situation. Because, like, sometimes that can be uncomfortable, but these guys, like, they're like, this isn't our first time seeing this shit. Like, so made him feel pretty comfortable, but... uh I remember that gave me and Alex some good laughs, kind of maybe at your expense. But that um, I told the other guys before you got on here that that Friday round was just an absolutely great time with you and Alex getting <clears> to play out there. It can't be worse than the one time that I had a, uh, you know, like how they'll be mowing and they'll kind of pull off the side yep. for you, whatever. I that. They... I'm like, just keep mowing. What's <laughs> <laughs> the special here? Just keep mowing, please. Well, uh, I pulled one. <laughs> and it literally went through like it was kind of like one of those fairway mowers, and it went through like. His canopy and him. Oh, I mean, almost. How do you even look at the? Like you, you can't even look yeah. over there. Real sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> almost died. Didn't mean to hook it forty yards left. <laughs> Dang. Um, well, Nolan, go ahead and. Uh, so that was Friday. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about Saturday and how that day turned out for you. Yeah. So Saturday's the 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 official tournament. So uh, have no. No plans of winning or top ten, making the cut. None of that. Just beat Alex Holloman. That's the only goal. <laughs> and uh, came to the front nine. Not too bad. I think I was like three yeah. down on Alex. I think you're – I remember uh, looking at the leaderboard. You, I think at the after nine you were up on me, and I was like, oh, dang, like bounce back day for these two. Because like Alex was actually kind of up there for a while on the leaderboard. Alex was up there. I was playing halfway decent golf. Um then we got the scores, and I got in my own head. So I was like, all right, we have to really pick it up here on the back. So I went ahead and I tripled the first three holes on the back. Um, Smooth. So that was a fantastic start. And uh, got real pissed, so I was, like, coming around the corner, and I was looking at this long par three, and I was driving for the first time all day because Alex was looking for a ball in the weeds, which was pretty typical for our round. <laughs> And I caught a curb with my left foot and twisted my ankle around backwards. And uh, that was pretty much all she wrote for uh, the rest of the afternoon. Um, Couldn't put any weight on it for at least three or four holes. I kind of hopped around and was giving Alex some putt. 
and trying to make the most of a bad situation. Um, and <laughs> it got pretty bad that night. I was real sore and then went out and shot a 79 two-man scramble on Sunday, hopping around the golf course. That was, actually, on left foot. that was really impressive. Yeah, him and Zach were like a two-man scramble team. And they shot a 79 together, and Nolan said it was actually like a pretty 50-50 split of their shot. So I'm not sure what that says nice. about Nolan or Zach. But, uh, I mean, Zach had both legs. so um. Great job, Crip. <laughs> well, from what I heard, from what I heard, you weren't just sitting in the cart. I heard something about like whole 15 and 17. You may have done something on one leg on the scramble. On the Oh, the four-man scramble? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, on 15, it was a 200-yard par three, right? No, that was 16. And uh, I hacked one up there with a three hybrid and pinned it on the green like three hours after turning my ankle around backwards. I bet that was a nice and then little surprise there. 17 finally got to contribute to our four-man scramble and chipped in for eagle. Isn't that a great feeling right there? On one foot. I don't think I've yelled that loud on a golf course before in my entire life. Like we, oh, we all looked at each other for like 1.2 seconds and we realized it went in. And then it was like probably the weirdest cheerleading high five we've ever seen in our <laughs> life. And people was watching us, <laughs> but it was the most epic thing of all time. Well, though. we were, we were on 18 green and that chip in was on 17 and we heard you guys were like, well, something just went down. People it on the front big. nine heard us. We, we were <laughs> screaming as loud as we possibly could. No, that's... I don't think you had to be in the same zip code to hear us on that. <laughs> yeah, we, we were on we were on the tee box and heard like yelling and stuff because we were on the group behind you guys on seventeen, and we were just like, "Well, something happened." I was on here roasting uh, Nolan. I'll, I'll make little jabs at people, but I gotta say, I'm not immune to taking shots at myself. My golf game uh, can be good some days, and other days it can be a little suspect. And so, I'll I'll go ahead and throw this out there. We were you guys had already teed off, I guess, like the groups in front. No, you. I think you. I'm trying to remember. You were in the second group, right? Of the scramble? Correct. Yeah, because we, like, eight of us teed off at the same time and then all went and found our balls. And then you guys, your group kind of played ahead. We Sorry, waited. Rick. Yep. Yeah, definitely, definitely making friends out there. The, in all fairness, we were like the last groups on the course that day. Like, there was 100%. no one behind us. So, like, we were just like, all right, we're going to kind of mess around here since we kind of got the course to ourselves. And we're sitting out there and I'm on the tee box and, I was just like, all right, I'm going to really try to, like, wind up and hit this one. And when I do that, I have this tendency. Jeremy, you probably know the name for it, kind of where you over, like, you invert to the front a little bit, kind of dip that lead shoulder. Really tried to go for it, get a little excited. Uh, Definitely hit six inches behind the ball at the driver. (laughs) Knocked the ball forward, like, 15 feet. And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Like, just, but I'm like, ah, no one probably saw that. And all of a sudden I hear, ah, he sucks from the cart girl. And... (laughs) Jeremy and Wes are over there just, like, dying laughing. And I remember just, like, someone hit me with a fucking golf cart. Like, just put me out of my misery. This cart girl who's never played golf, her only thing she's seen in me the whole day is just hit this drive eight feet. I was like, this is just, this is bad. So, just so you guys that ever have hit an embarrassing shot, trust me, I've hit worse. Donnie looks over. It gets better, I promise. (laughs) Well, you know what's even worse about that was, 
beforehand, she saw me taking, or no, it was after that, she saw me taking some pictures. So I didn't really take much the first 27 when I was playing, but that back nine scramble, I was like, well, I'll grab a couple here. The sun's going down. She saw me three goals, holes later, and she's like, oh, so you're just like the photographer guy. And I was just like, mm, you try to hit a golf shot. Put, me, you're just here to take put pictures. me in a body bag. <laughs> And straight roasted. Yeah, like just straight roasted by this chick. And I said, no, nah, I actually play. And she was like, oh. And I just was like, this. Awkward. Is swing lube? <laughs> oh, damn, son. Just getting buried by this chick. I was like, this is awesome. Nolan, how do you rate our breakfast on Sunday morning? Uh, I mean, at Waffle House standards, um, I mean, I probably would have gave it like a solid eight. Um, clearly your group did not get the same food <laughs> that we got across the restaurant. <laughs> oh, boy. God, we made some bad decisions that morning. Long wait for food. The service was was a solid one. Okay. Waffle King oh, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember like, yes, people being like, well, we left 40 minutes early thinking we'd have buffer, and people were showing up like eight minutes before their tea time. I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah, we and were, Alex was even like, dude, we all left the house like when we were supposed to have. Yeah. And here we still are. So, yeah, Literally from the time we ordered to go our food, it was an hour and 15 minutes. That's insane. I can see the steam come out of Bradley's ears. We were sitting there just like. When do we leave? Like what? He's like, time it down. When can we leave to make sure he gets the golf course in time? I was ready to leave. It was. It was. It's yeah. even worse when you're on the other side of the restaurant and you came in probably five ten minutes later, and your yes. food comes out first. You and you're sitting there eating, looking over your shoulder at them. You should have <laughs> seen brother, you, you should have seen brother when you, when you guys got your food. He said, "They fucking got their food already. <laughs> <laughs> they were fifteen minutes behind us. How's that possible?" <laughs> <laughs> he, I swear, I thought he was gonna rip that table up like. <laughs> Where's my no, breakfast it, sandwich? It's, at? It, it's not missing the two footer. It's not hitting one of these. Where's my breakfast food? Well, I need this. Oh damn! There's no order in this place. Got Jacob Long with the Philly cheesesteak omelet. Oh boy. Poor Jacob. I mean, that was a wrong decision in yeah, the first place. Who's ordering that from Waffle House? <laughs> this is wa- this is- no, so Waffle House, we're sorry. This is Waffle King, not Waffle House. Okay, no, Waffle Royal King. Waffle. Royal something. Waffle, I'm sorry, yeah. Royal yeah. Waffle, yeah. So this is like double knockoff Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> like, nice. Yes. Oh, damn. Well, they, no one- they took over a Waffle House and just changed the colors. That's all it really is. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I hear that. <laughs> What other uh, good memories did you have from the weekend? Was there anyone that you got to maybe play with for the first time that you really enjoyed or just uh, any takeaways you kind of had? Because um, I'll, actually, I'll let you go ahead and go, and I'll say what I have to say before we hop off. Uh, honestly, I got to play with a ton of new people this weekend. Um, obviously, just in you know the practice round and starting out, I rode with Alec. Uh, but when we did the four-man scramble, I uh, was with Jeremy and Hugh and Wes. Um, so, I mean, I played with Wes, but hadn't even met those guys before that trip and got to play with Zach all day Sunday. Um, and we, Zach's a great we've guy. been on the course together, but never really got to ride around and have have a round together. And uh, I heard Zach didn't make it on of quite Zach a show for, usually does. for a gimp and, and that. So. Well, good, and man. then sitting by the fireplace over top of uh, that split. Um, yep, over that split green, having a beer before leaving. That's yeah, that was really nice. hard to top. It really was. 
The uh, Nolan, I'm glad you came up for this one. I know it was a pretty short drive for you, which is nice because I know you've made some pretty long treks. Uh, I think it was like eight hours to Williamsburg last year, another six hours to Pauly's. Um, I know you're you're driving up to Johnson City a lot to come play in some of the charity tournaments, which was a good four hour drive. So I'm just grateful that um, I said it earlier. You know, you you and Alex used to be little dirt bikers, and that was kind of all your little like real hobby was, at least as far as like. Um, if you guys would have kept on doing that, don't get me wrong. I love to come up to Bart's and ride around once or twice a year, but getting to play golf with you guys really has just been absolutely awesome. I feel like it's really helped develop our friendship and keep us even more in touch than we had before. So I appreciate that. And I know after the round on, I mean, Friday really was just one of those world-class, uh, rounds and experiences. Like there's just... I mean, I guess I'm blessed to have a lot of these. I feel like I say that a lot, that I just have these amazing golf experiences. But when I'm surrounded by such high-quality members that we have in our league, it's kind of easy to have those. And I know at uh, Sunday, um, we were just talking up in the parking lot, and I actually even got a little emotional just because I was like, this was, and I'll say it, this was my favorite tournament we've done. This is the least stressed I've been at any tournament. This is the most fun I've had at any tournament. Um I loved who I played with every day. Um, I mean, hell, Sunday was like a wild, like we literally drew names to figure out who was playing with who. So it wasn't even like me putting myself with some of my buddies or someone I'd like, and I just still drew just like a rock star grouping. And I, uh, I mean, honestly, that was, I mean, you saw I was kind of just like, damn, like this is good. It kind of makes it feel like a lot of the work that goes in behind this is worth it when the kind of goes that well. <clears throat> for sure i would have never made those eight and ten hour drives to go play golf if you hadn't put together such a fun group of guys and a, such a good time so oh yeah man well i know you're gonna be busy this summer uh we're gonna miss a couple of our next couple of events but hopefully this fall or back into summer we'll get you some more tournaments but i'm sure i'll see you before then um oh, yeah we'll get together and play um whenever you come back up into town yeah we'll get this ankle healed up and uh, see if I can still play golf with two legs because apparently I'm better with one right now. But <laughs> we'll so, so Nolan, is it ice or water for old fashions? It, well, it really depends on how quick you want it. Alex wanted it quick and went with ice. Um, <laughs> I still think the choice is water to speed things up. <laughs> if you want an old fashioned, you hit up Alex or Nolan because they'll get you set up right. I can tell you that. <laughs> Yeah, leave it to them to be the master of a whiskey drink. You know, yeah, they, they, they they know every about recipe there probably is. So, well, Nolan, we're going to let you go, buddy. But thanks for taking the time to basically just tune in to the pod and call. And we appreciate talking to you, bud. Yeah, no problem. All right. Talk to you all, too. Have a good one. Yeah, man. See, See you, man. All right, guys. So that was kind of Saturday. It was a great time. Glad we got to hear from Nolan there. Uh, Nolan's one of my bu- been one of my buddies for a long time. And it's just, uh, honestly, he's a great guy. So, uh, we'll kind of briefly just kind of cover the back end round of the – so we played 18 in the morning from Old Union from uh, the Blues and basically just a quick rundown of the standings after that was uh, tied first for Brad and Corey. We had a tied third for Kate and Jacob, a three-way tied for tied fifth with Jeremy West and Justin Fawn. Uh, we had Hugh in eighth, Alex in ninth, who uh, didn't finish ninth, uh, Donnie in tenth. <laughs> Zach Hill at 11, Jacob Watson at 12, Mark at 13, Calvin at 14, 
Max at 15, <laughs> and injured Gimp at 16 with a way to go, draw. Crip. Way to go, Crip. Um, the so after that we played uh, round two, played it from the whites, you know, with some of these guys, not uh, superstar athletes like they used to be. So they went ahead and uh, basically moved it up to the whites, played a little closer to the tees, had a little fun with that. And the standings for that nine, not the overall tournament standings, but just off of how people played. We had a uh, tie for first with Hugh and Jeremy. They really came out and played well. So Cade was third. He turned it up. Uh, Wes and Justin Fawn were tied fourth. They played well. Uh, Me, Corey, and Watson were tied sixth. Alex was ninth. Uh, Brad fell apart to go tied tenth, um, along with Jacob Wong on the day, who was in my group. Uh, One thing I want to say about Jacob I've never seen anyone mean a golf swing like Jacob means a golf swing. This guy's rotation is absolutely insane. Like, there's just no lack of commitment to hitting the shot. And it's like John Daly meets Tony Stark. Yeah, like it's. <laughs> <laughs> With the beard and the hair. I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, dude. I, so that was my first time. I, I'd never met Jacob. Uh, and, dude. What an awesome dude. Like, what a steal. What a way to find a member for the league. This guy was just awesome. Definitely was better than, I think it was me, Justin, Kelly, and Alex. So it was definitely the most talented out of our group. And, like, sometimes, like, you you know, it can be a little intimidating playing up to a better player. No, like, straight from the get-go. This guy was cheering us on. He And he didn't play his greatest, but, like, I'd already seen where he was in the standings and knew his handicaps. I'm like, obviously he can he can play. Yeah. But he had a bad shot. Uh, whatever, man. I guess I'll just have to take another swig of that beer and just move on. The awesome dude Yeah. was just, like, I feel like just an absolute steal. I mean, we have so many just great members that we brought in this year, and this is just another one of these guys. I think – after this was his first trip, I feel like he's going to be a very familiar face on a lot of uh, upcoming dudes tournaments and trips. I'll say this: if you if you need a bunk mate, he is by far the best bunk mate of all time. And the reason I say this, he slept in the upper bunk, and I was like, I'm calling Senor because I'm older than you, and I'm fatter, so I'm sleeping in the bottom. And every and every time he would turn, I get a little nervous, but I was like, he's way lighter than me, so he's not going to fall through. But that dude can sleep through anything. Like, I came in to stub my toe. <laughs> I was like, fuck, as loud as I possibly could. And nobody else was in the room except him. And he didn't even flinch. And I was like, oh, God, okay. I didn't wake him up. I took a shower one night, didn't wake him up. He was still sleeping. He's nice. like the best bunkmate of all time. Like, he never, he can't wake up through anything. I thought he snored the whole weekend. He did snore, but I, was, <laughs> I didn't matter to me because I was sleeping. But, like, he, did, I made all kinds of noise, and he didn't even care. But yeah, if you're looking for a bunkmate, you better find Jacob Long because he can sleep through anything. He's That's a big awesome. he's a big fan of the hot spot chicken sandwiches oh, and God. the Philly cheesesteak breakfast bur- omelet. All right. That's what you need to know about Jacob right there. <laughs> um, but no, dude, Jacob, you were the man. Absolutely loved um, playing with you. So we finished up. Um, basically, we'll kind of wrap up how the tournament ended. But after the 27 holes of stroke play, um, the people that didn't make the cut were myself, Alex, Watson, Zach, Mark, Calvin, Max, and Cripple. And Crip. so all I cared about, um, not, all, not all I cared about, you hear Nolan saying he wanted to beat Alex, but I realized when we were starting the 
that last nine holes that I was like, oh, damn, Alex is up one on me right now. I said, I, I, gotta, I can't let this guy beat me. And then on, I guess, the 19th hole of the tournament, he decides to birdie it, and I double it. And so that gap opened up to four, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, your boy better tighten up. <laughs> um, I don't think I caught him till like, probably the 25th hole. Took the lead up on him and then held it through where we both made pars on. Actually, he birdied um, seven. That ridiculous. What would have been the twenty sixth hole of the day? That that number eight par five. Yeah. Actually, picked up his first birdie ever on a par five. Was over the green in two, um, and he got a stroke on that. So he actually, I was up. He had like a like two meltdown holes. But on that, I had bogeyed it. And so with a net eagle, he picked up three strokes on me and was like one down going into the last hole. And it kind of was like. All right, we got a little bit of a sweat on, and then we finished it up. And, you know, I will just say this from playing with Alex. This guy's gotten vastly better very quick. Uh, I mean, yeah, we're playing with the little strokes out there, but this guy, I mean, he came to play. I felt like that nine I saw. Then we transitioned into that back nine scramble. And, I mean, dude, he hit some hero shots for us. That was such a fun th – that back nine scramble, really. The tournament was fun. But it's fun when you're just high five and fist pumping with the bros, uh, hitting ridiculous shots. Like I know yeah. on one of them, we used Alex's drive after the three of us all hit ours OB, and we were like, "Dude, this is a, like you got to put one in play." And he piped it and put it in play, and that's when Justin Kelly from like two sixty six out went to eight feet, and then Jacob Long hit barefooted. the birdie, yeah, barefooted, and then Jacob Long hit his only putt of the day outside of three feet with an eight footer for us for birdie. <laughs> Um, so that was just like, damn, we, we were running through the roof. And so it was funny. It was a birdie on a par four. And Alex was like, yeah, we all contributed. And I was like, yeah, we did. <laughs> did not contribute myself. Uh, but no, man, that, that was a really just, um, was truly a great time. The guys, do you have any other just kind of closing notes or just takeaways that you had from that, that round or just anything from that day on Saturday? I, I told Bradley this, but. You know, the practice round day, I shot, I don't know, 83, 84, whatever it was, and I lost six, seven balls in the first six holes. But I told Bradley, I had never had so much fun in my golfing life. And I've played with some really Love nice it. facilities. Sure. Been some really nice trips and played this and that. But that was the most fun I ever had, like, shooting what I shot and and, sure. and when I and then when we finished I was like I don't even care what I shot like it was just fun being out there there would may, may not have been so many high fives in the first six or seven holes that we played in a practice round but you know towards the end it was just it was so much fun and then being around the dudes I mean I I, I wish I had joined the inaugural year yeah. and being around it but I look forward to Springdale and yeah. any other event that the dudes host it was so much fun and I appreciate you being a Golf professional, I know how much work goes into hosting any event, whether it's a one day, six days, whatever. And I appreciate you taking time out of your day to organize this and put your neck on the line for us to have a good time. Yeah, it man. was so much fun from start to finish. I appreciate you guys doing that. Trips like that make it just I, it, everything that was put in time wise to make that happen was just worth it. I mean that that was the smoothest trip and and on your end, dude. I mean this was like your first overnight trip yes. as well with the dudes. And I, I think almost everyone came back and said, like, wow, this is our league pro. Like, how awesome is this guy? Like, people were, like, kind of, like, oh, like, they, they didn't know you. Like, oh, is this guy going to be stingy and strict, or is he going to be uptight? And they were like, no, nah, dude, he's one of the dudes. And I, I feel like that's <laughs> as good of a compliment as you can get when you're just told that you're one of the dudes. So, uh, thanks for, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you were out there and um, 
and I had a great time. It was so weekend. much fun. I enjoyed it. Brad, would you would you any takeaways from Saturday that uh, we didn't really say? You gonna announce who won? We're not. Well, this is not Sunday. No, this is like the closing. I thought it was the no, closing. No, we still got a whole other day to go. Okay, Mitch, to edit Alex. that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, we'll get to you. Well, let's go ahead and jump over to Sunday real quick. Um, we'll go ahead, and I think what we'll do, we'll go ahead and start with the final round for the people that made the cut, and then we got a couple... Uh, I think just killer stories that you guys are going to want to stay tuned for uh, coming up. So, um, Jeremy, why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit. You were in that, uh, I think you were in group three for the day. Is that, or were you in the final group? You were in the final final group. group. Yeah, Yeah, you were in the final. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez, my bad. Um, Yeah, tell me what you thought of that, that final group. Yeah, so we started the day off. I appreciate Alex and Nolan getting us out of the house on time so we can go get breakfast. I know mm-hmm. they had strict orders to get everyone out of the house, and uh, they got every, all of us out of the house in time for us to get breakfast. We went to the Royal King or Waffle King, whatever it was, to get breakfast. Awful experience. But anyway, so we get to golf course, <laughs> and my whole group's in the bathroom, blowing that up, <laughs> trying to find toilet paper. I'm God. on the range, like, okay, when are we going to tee off in time? But, uh, no, it was cool. They had music playing on the range. And I love that. It was so cool. And we were practicing. And, and, the, and on Friday night, uh, Corey and I think it was Alex, they were doing this little putting contest. On Absurd. The, and they were just destroying every person, every team that came up to the group. And I'm like. It didn't matter who was If I play with this dude, he's going to beat me by 12. Like, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, he's got a mega slice. And I'm like, have you seen this guy putt? Like, he just destroyed. Like, Cleans him up. and Alex destroyed. Six teams in a row. I think yeah. it was maybe eight teams in a row. Uh, and I was like, oh, God. Like, I remember, like, I was the first team up, lost to them, went and did stuff for, like, an hour, come back, and they're still just out here. I'm like, holy me, cow. Like, me and no, Jeremy played them. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 just, it, it didn't matter who you were throwing up against them. And, like, Alex cannot putt. But on this little putter thing. Clutch. Clutch. And so what's clutch. funny is it was, like, two days, three days before the trip. We're walking back up from work from Chick-fil-A up to our vehicles. And he said, hey, man, I found this little putter thing on Amazon. Like, you think I should bring this? And I was like, ah, yeah, bring it, I guess. Like, we'll just see what happens. I'm convinced that was a ruse. He's had this game for months. And is just, <laughs> instead of practicing his actual putting, he's like, boy, I'm cleaning it up on these suckers when we play putter ball out here tonight. He brought that thing down, and, man. They waxed. Waxed us. Cleaned house, for sure. Yep. But, it, no, it was so much fun, and I got to play with Corey, uh, and, uh, it, you know, everyone was like, well, he's got to make a slice, and, and this dude hits one on the one, and it was the straightest ball i ever seen, and he was playing for the fade, and it goes straight in the range <laughs> twice. <laughs> like, they're, like, you could have no, put... He does hit this slice. You so. could have put a small twin-size bed between the two balls that he hit on number one, and I felt so bad, because I was yep. like, that just didn't slice. Like, it was a perfect straight ball, and I was like, I know that feeling, though. Yeah, Yeah, you're like... Okay, I'd never do that. Like, yeah. wh- like where's the patented core yeah. slice? And yeah, when I was like, okay, it was, but it was a lot of fun, and um, I couldn't ask for a better, better, you know, final group. Cade, you know, he was, you know, making some. <laughs> we got to the- say what you got to say, Jeremy. <laughs> say what you got to say. He piped he it out. Yeah, he just like, oh uh, wait. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry, Cade. I'm sorry. I put you a blaster for a second. But he, he pipes one on the first fair when I was like, okay, Cade's come to play. Like, he's ready to win this thing out today. He gets on the green. He's like, fuck. <laughs> he chips one up just short. He's Yeah, he's just short on his approach. He chips one up, hits the hillside, and then it falls straight back to him to his feet. And he's like, fuck, here we go. Here's the day starting out for me. And he's got a m- 
make a miracle two putt to make uh bogey or whatnot and um he ends up making it and i'm like oh god like here we go it's just gonna be three putt heaven for both of us today because i ended up three putting as well and but i was like this is gonna be so much fun playing today and it was it really was and and i know Cade, you know he didn't enjoy the last few few holes because he was like you guys boys ready to leave because i am but (laughs) but it was so much fun though i enjoyed it and uh no, yeah. I mean, we we held the everyone off behind us so that Bradley could win and his and Hugh could play good golf or whoever else was West too. But it was fun to be in that final group and kind of getting those nerves up again, like it was back in the day. But um, but it was a lot of fun. And and the the Ranger came up to us in the, on the first hole and he says, "You guys are the the best golfers of the group." And me and Corey looked at each other like, "Wow, he's that's a huge compliment for us." But um, no, we said, no, the, the first two groups were the scramble or the good groups. And he was like, Oh God, we messed the pairing. <laughs> <laughs> so he instantly thought he messed up. And Corey's like, you're one of those guys. And I'm like, you damn right. I am. That's um, but no, it was, just, it was so fun. And, and, uh, I, I enjoyed every single day that we played. And it was, it was so much fun though. I enjoyed it. I can't wait for spring down, going down there and hanging out down there. Awesome, man. Well, I'm, I'm glad you had a great time. Uh, so, Brad, um, going into that day, you were sitting a little back off the lead. What, what place were you in entering that day? I was T4. T4. And, you know, I remember he was looking good on the leaderboard on the first 18, kind of had that fall off nine. Yeah. And I was like, uh, Brad will do his thing. Like, I, I, I honestly thought from the position, I said, well, he's got a little work to do, but this can be done. Like, based off of just it's the dudes of hazards, people have wildly inconsistent games. Like, we never know what's going to happen. And then, lo and behold, you know, even a couple holes in, I feel like you weren't making a ton of progress. And then, at one point, it's just like, right up by three. I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. He does it again. And so, it was just funny because, like, you were definitely the heavy favorite to win. You faced some adversity. And then, you just, I mean, I feel like, where did you pick it up at? Because I feel like I looked at the turn and I really wasn't like, eh. Like, he's there, but, like, not really. And then I don't know if I picked it up, but just stayed consistent. So, yep. like, after that last night on Saturday, I was – I mean, I told them at breakfast on Sunday, I was like, I kind of just have no hope. I feel like I'm already out of it just because, you know, there's, there's guys playing better with me. There's guys gaining strokes on me. I'm starting the round already this much back. And so I kind of just already kind of put it to the side and then uh, – I mean, it might have seemed like I won, but I shot 37 on the front line. Okay. Maybe then, maybe just some of these other guys had some strokes and they were picking up some. Okay, stuff. so that's the other thing. Wes, to start out. Mm-hmm. Number one, birdie net eagle. Okay, that um, helps. Kiss number, death. Number yep. two. Yep, done for. Number two, bogey net par. That's big on t- two's bru- two. Uh, I honestly, like bogey is par on that hole. You just need to move on, survive it, and then play the rest of the day. Number three, evil. number three, birdie, Ned Eagle. Mm. He was four under through three. For those that didn't play Tokoa, it's like a sharp dog leg left. You have to carry it at least 180 yards to get to the fairway probably. I mean, fantastic birdie. I'm just going to yeah. throw this out there. Your boy birdied three solo. On, Did you? Uh, yeah, we were playing like the little two-man scramble. Uh, used my tee shot, my approach, and then hit like an eight-footer for bird. And I was like, well, that's probably the best birdie I'm ever going to make. Like that that was like who's I, your partner? I, Mark Byler. Sorry, Mark. What is what is sorry about? 
You got to play with me. We won. <laughs> we, we, we won the scramble. Actually, I'll, I'll get to that. Donnie's like, Mark got this stud. Yeah, I was, I was like, dude, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I came to play that day. Saturday, not so much. That's why I was in the uh, scramble group. But uh, on the scramble day, I came to play. But uh, Brad, go ahead. Just uh, tell me any other just kind of takeaways that you feel like you got to that victory. So I don't watch the leaderboard. Yeah. I don't like knowing where I'm at or sure. anything. I don't know at a given point given point on the course if I'm up by 20 or down by 20. And uh, so I just keep playing, and that's all I do is just just keep playing. I don't watch. And at one point, I think we were on like, I want to say it was probably like 14 or 15. And uh, Jacob and Wes were looking at the leaderboard, and I said, okay, I want to know. And he goes, looked at me and gave me these eyes, do you really want to know? And I said, never mind. You're a good man. <laughs> yeah. We're good. And uh, I basically took that as I was leading, so then I started yeah. doing precaution. But then I didn't know how much of a h- yeah, run sure. Hugh was running Hugh, on the back. Hugh was coming to work. I mean, it was yeah. it was really fun watching from my perspective, like no stake in the horde, like like just seeing how it's going to play out and watching him start closing the gap on you. People were like, Corey was up for a while, then he started the falter. I mean, people were just that that eight people on the leaderboard were moving up and down like all over. So, so I had no clue on the last like three holes that Hugh is, you know, two and three strokes behind me. Mm-hmm. And if I make a mistake, if, you know, I hit one sure. OB or can't find a ball or just yeah. have a bad hole yeah. that he could take the lead. And then even on 18. He almost hit that eagle. Yeah, he almost hit that eagle. Almost. I mean, like, honestly, it was a, I mean, it was a good 25-footer. And he, I mean, it was like ran right by the hole. Like, yeah. It was Great, great look at it. And, that, and again, that when you went by three, it wouldn't have mattered. But, like, it was just like he could have had that one. You could have missed that birdie putt. And then, like, one yeah. other mistake on a hole prior. And, like, boom, we were looking at a whole totally different situation. Yeah. Um, I mean, he and he told me after the round, he was like, you know, some of those par putts you had on, you know, like 16 or whatever holes they were, he said, those were huge. huge. And I was like, I, yeah. I mean, I didn't even know at the time how big they were. Yep. It's kind of fun seeing that, like, not really knowing yeah. the extent. So, well, dude, congrats on taking your second major uh, championship for the league. So we've had two majors so far. Brad's name up on both of those. So calling other dudes of Hazards members, show up, come ready to play, start practicing, get better, because uh, Brad's going to need some uh, competition from you guys. Uh, but overall, man, great. I mean, just great showing. Way to battle back after kind of a rough middle nine there in the middle of it and just having the mental resiliency and then flat out just the skill set to get it done. That's awesome, Thanks. dude. Thanks. Yep. Had a great time. Yep. So me and Mark had the pleasure of playing together. First time on the uh, tournament. We've played uh, together a couple other times back home. But that day, um, neither one of us are really known for our drives. But that day, we basically we realized f- f- driving range, I think you saw me. Like I was leaving and I'm like, yikes. Like, God, bad news. This is not good. <laughs> and it was after hitting, like, eight great ones in a row and then followed up with just six, like, I mean, alarming, like, four tops and two slices. I was like, oh, God, this is, like, recipe for disaster. <laughs> 911. Off the first tee, just hit it directly into that hill. Like, going up, it pops up into the fairway, but had, like, 180 in. And it's like, oh, this is not going to be good. Then Mark hits a really good shot. It just, like, took a weird bounce, put us in a tough spot. But we, you know, parred the hole and moved on from there. After that, I said, hey, dude, look. Like, I was hitting my five grade on the range. And at that course, you would agree, especially playing from the blues, like from the tips, that wouldn't be the best strategy. But from the blues, we were able just to kind of play a, hey, Donnie, you hit your five hybrid, put his dead center of the fairway, then I'm going to hit driver and pick up 60, 60 yards. And we just did that for 18 holes in a row. And we counted it up. I think we had 11 one putts on the day. 
and we just basically in a two-man scramble i'd put first would give him the line and we would just be like okay it's two blades of grass to the left and like 0.4 percent tougher and he would just hold it every time and so it was by the time we're on like hole 14 and i'd like i'd probably lipped like five of those first putts so it was like very minor adjustments and justin and um kelly and watson watched me miss this like nine footer and they're like, great, Mark saw the right blade of grass. He's going to make this. And they just start walking off the green. They're like, dude, it's good. And Mark's like, I'm going to hit it anyways. Hits it just dead center down the <laughs> cup. And then we went on to, like, I think one putt, like, 15, 16, and 17 on them. And they were just like, there's nothing we can do with this. He said, when you guys are just hitting, I think on six, we hit a 25-footer followed up by on five, we hit a 30-footer to save par. And they were just like, okay, there's nothing you can do. So we shot even par on the day. It's hella fun, uh, and just playing with Mark was truly a blast. Uh, so we were the first group, and the second group behind us was Alex. Uh, Calvin was his partner, and then Cripple and Zach Hill were a team. So we're going to call Alex and just hear a little bit about his uh, – he had a very unique experience on the course uh, on hole six. So we, we definitely want to hear about this. Hey, guys, what's going on? Alex, what's up, buddy? Sorry, I missed your first call. I uh... – I'm stuck with workers, but no, you're all good. Well, I'm in my hidey hole now. We love it. Um, well, we have been sitting here for about an hour already, just kind of discussing some of the the great memories of this trip and how it broke down. So, if you just want to start off, uh, I know we got a fun story you want to share, but is there any other just kind of memories or takeaways that you had for the weekend before we get started? Well, uh, I don't know if you talked about it already, but I I might be doing some spoilers. Nolan with his ankle. Uh, well, I might be jumping the gun there, but uh, that's just a fun one. Uh, yeah, we talked then, about Nolan. Or we actually had him okay, on the line right. earlier and heard from him. So. Excellent, excellent. I'm glad I didn't ruin that. Uh, yeah, so playing with him on Sunday and just playing out of his mind is like really even out driving me in some places. I'm like, wow, the swing got actually really pretty, even though he was swinging basically 100% off of his back foot. I'm like, wow, all right. <laughs> Came to play and really showed me up. So. <laughs> Uh, that was, that was a fun one. Um, just, uh, just overall a great trip, but, uh, the one that's going to stick with my mind the most is for sure. Again, that scramble on Sunday with Calvin. So absolutely two lead groups, the guys that are out of the, out of the tournament completely, uh, two, two man scrambles. So I was group two, which means group one scramble, group two scramble, group three is the guys that are still in the tournament. So he's a big dog. So I'm kind of pinched in between the fuck around guys and the guys that are still playing pretty serious. <laughs> so Calvin's my partner. We're playing against Zach Hill and Nolan. And on hole six, so we're keen off on hole six, big, pretty hole with a giant downhill. Probably, I don't know, probably about 350. So it's relatively short par four. But uh, downhill, so you, if you get a good drive, man, it'll carry down that hill. It has a really nice approach shot onto the green. The green's tucked away real pretty, nice and down there by the river. So just a really diverse hole, being up high and then really down low. But well, we caught the cart girl up on the top. So that delayed us just a few minutes. We're like, okay, you know, like pick up, you know, like let's everybody hurry up and hit here. And we can just stay on pace here and not fall too terribly behind. We actually told her to uh, skip I hit, you guys. I, so, <laughs> like, yeah, we we well, saw her before you and we were like, skip, skip that group behind us. But it was her second day. And I don't think she could pick up that we were kidding and that we didn't really clarify we knew the group behind us. So we were like, dude, we're not really sure if she is going to well, skip I'm, them. I'm glad that she just flat out thought you guys were jerks because she stopped and we got drinks and that was lovely um but yeah so that we're just trying to stay on pace here and not fall off and uh 
I actually hit a, a nice, not terribly long drive, but again, that downhill, it carried it down the route. We had like a 90 to 100 yard approach shot. We ended up using my drive, Calvin and I. And we get down there, we're looking at the, at the green and checking out this 90, 100 yard approach shot. And Calvin's got a few clubs in his hand because he plans on just walking to the green after that. I can see that the group behind us, I think it's like Hugh, Jacob Long, um, Wes, and I don't remember who else. But the big dogs are back there. And we're like, cool, I'll just hit this approach shot and we'll get out of the way and we'll keep the pace rolling. So Calvin's got the, a handful of clubs with him and he takes a look at my ball and looks at me in the eye and says, I'm going to shit. <laughs> And throws his clubs down on the ground and runs directly off the fairway into the woods. He didn't even make it all the way to the woods. Like, he got into the weeds near a tree, but not behind a tree. And I was like, okay. <laughs> all right. I guess I'm on my own here. <laughs> Which earlier, earlier in the round, like, it was like we were on the green a whole one. And he said, are there shitters out here? And I was like... Yeah, on hole one, already night. asking, is there yeah. shitters out here? Boy, it's going to be a long says, day. Calvin, yeah. I've been there. I've been there, Calvin. <laughs> I, said, I said, no, there's, there's not. Like, you're going to have to either, like, go back now or wait till 9. He's like, ah, we'll figure it out. I'm like, okay, well, I, I've scared him away before, too. Like, they've been knocking on the door before, and I've pushed him back. Like, I, yeah. I assume that's just what he was feeling. So, on hole six, he said, nope. I'm like no warning whatsoever. He was like, "Oh man, my belly's coming." He just looked at me and said, "I'm gonna shit," and threw his club down on the ground and literally <laughs> ran off of the fairway. He, he didn't happen to eat <laughs> the royal waffle that morning, did he? <laughs> no, he actually got Waffle House to go and brought it to me. Yeah. But I, I don't think they ate until they got to the course. They've been sitting around for probably like thirty minutes in the car. Yeah, it's yeah. excellent. So, so he's he's over there squatted in the in the weeds by a tree again, not. <laughs> behind the tree so you know everybody knows when you're pooping in the woods like you do like a wall fit on a tree right you're pooping like basically against the tree yeah. when i look over i so I, i'm kind of like okay like don't be rude just let him do his thing like like i'm kind of concerned and i'm kind of laughing at the same time at the same time like it's just a bodily function like i'm just trying to ignore it at this point so i hit my pro shot it falls just a little bit short of the green and i'm kind of like okay now what and i'm looking at my shoulder and these guys up on the tee box they have no idea what's going on and they're just kind of like stand, you know, grumpy old men standing up there in the tee box, tapping their foot, waiting to tee off because, like, I'm not that long of a of a hitter. So, like, they could easily these big dogs, they could easily hit into me. So I know they're waiting on me. So I just kind of like, well, is that why you sprinted to the car? I guess I'll yeah. take. Yeah. Yes. I'll take, yeah, so Brad was in that group behind you. That was the fourth, Alex. Just so you. That so, was the fourth. Yep. So he he's probably he probably is, as I'm telling the story, he's like, what is this jackass? <laughs> He's, he's remembering those thoughts of like, what is this dude doing? And uh, so Calvin just hollers from the weeds. Like he's not even pressed up against this tree though. Like he's not walking. He's squatted like ass to ankles. He has his butt about three inches off the ground. And I can't like really see him because he's in the weeds. But I can see his shoulders and head popping up over these weeds that are only about two feet tall. And I'm like, wow, he's down there. Like his knees are so here I am, and I'm like, okay, well, like, just for pace of play, like, I'm going to take a second shot. It's just a scramble. We're not really playing or anything. Like, I'm going to take a second shot. If anybody has anything to say, then they can just suck it. And um, right about that time, I'm, like, gearing up for my second shot, see if I can do better than 10 yards shy of the green. He goes, hey, Alex, can you uh, call the group in front of us and ask if they have any, uh, like, baby wipes or anything like that? And I'm like, what? 
I'm like, baby wipes on the golf course. That's a new one for me. I thought about saying, you know, like, don't be, like, are you kidding me? Like, they're not going to have baby wipes. But at the same time, like, there's a man in need that's asking for my help. I'm like, sure. Like, it's just that he's asking me to make a phone call. Sure. So I call you, Donnie, um, and you were whispering to me, hey, man, what's going on? And I'm like, hey, here's a situation. Do you have any baby wipes? And you're like, man, that's uh, that's a toughie. Uh, no, no baby wipes here. Uh, I think you're gonna have to. I think you're gonna have to uh, just sacrifice a towel. So I hang up and I yell at Calvin. I said, "Hey, bud, I'm behind the cart. I see. Uh, I see. There's two towels on the back of your bag. Which one do you care less about?" And I know that he knew that question was coming because there was zero hesitation, zero hesitation when he said the black one. <laughs> like he was ready. <laughs> I'm oh, crying back. I was already crying when I heard the story driving home when he told it. Well, I'm standing here in the fairway, again, waiting for the big dog to get on to me. I'm just ready for a ball to come out of nowhere and knock me in the back of the head. And I'm fumbling around with Kevin's bag, trying to get this stupid towel off. I literally sprint off the fairway into the woods. I was wondering what the fuck was going on. Pick up my wedge and just, you know, really, like, really hustle to make the shot. It was an absolutely terrible shot. Felt so rushed. Was thinking about it. I was breathing heavy from running. Like, <laughs> just duck the shot. And then, like, when they see me duck the shot, I'm sure they're like, what the hell is going on here? Meanwhile. Uh, what is this jackass doing? Meanwhile, uh, <sighs> Nolan and Zach Hill had sunk a really, really big birdie of course, sink a real like a twenty-five foot birdie putt, and they were celebrating with a good time. And I'm up here like hustling to try to even get down to the green. So I duffed my second approach shot, like whatever. I scooped up all the clubs that Calvin had thrown down on the fairway. I just dumped them in the cart. I don't even put them back in the back. Dumped them in the cart and scoot on down to the to the green. And I literally grabbed my putter and run out onto the green to try to, or I, excuse me, a ten yard shot. So I like tried to, like, just hurry up and get on the green and sink it out and get get out of there. And Calvin just out of nowhere like popped up on the green. And he was like, oh, "Man, fuck that Waffle House!" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Ah, uh, you good? Like you good, bud?" He's like, "Good now. Like no big deal. Just take it off. No worries." I'm like, glad that's done. And I'm like, "Okay, let's uh, let's sink this putt and we'll move on the whole seven. When you called and he me, was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, so when you called me, yeah, you heard me whispering. It's because like March was setting up to take his like approach shot. We were like ADN or something like that. So he's setting up and he hits, and then he's like, "Who's on the phone?" I said, "You will not believe this." And I told him, like, I couldn't even barely stand over the ball to hit my shot. Like, I was still just like laughing at the situation, uh, dude. Like when you so. Mark and me, like, we knew that this happened, but we didn't hear the story. And so when you told this to us when we were driving home, remember we were, like, coming home from Asheville. Uh, like, that's the section we were in coming down the hill. And you're, like, telling me this story. And I'm, like, tearing up, can't see, driving the FJ down the interstate, like, can't breathe or anything. Just because I was, like, this is, like, if this was going to happen to anyone, it was going to happen to Calvin. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, I feel bad for him. Like, I, like, I even feel bad telling the story because, like, it's not his fault. He didn't ask for that. Like, no. It's just like, you, you know, it's a bodily function. He just happened to got, get hit when he was at the worst part of the golf course possible to get hit. So I want to Like, ta- literally a whole fix, and there are no restrooms at There's all. There's none. The front yeah, you're, you're out of luck. I want to tell you're it from the luck. group behind is we just, 
we're sitting up there on the hill on the 6T, and we see this cart just down there in the fairway, and we're like, what are these guys doing? Where are they at? <laughs> just see guys running across the fairway, like sprinting, and we're like, what is going on? And then we see a group putting, another group in the fairway sprinting, and which is Alex just running across the fairway for Calvin to get wipes. <laughs> and then they yeah, clear the green. We're like, no, okay, we're ready to we're ready to hit, and then – they walk back out of the putting green. And we're like, "What is going on?" But I'm, yeah, I'm just now hearing of this. Yeah, I, I thought about telling you guys beforehand, but I said, "No, this is going to be way too good if you hear about this right here, right now, for the crying. first time." I mean, crying. It yeah, was dude. funny in the moment, but I was also like concerned for my friend. You know, yeah. I'm like, I remember at one point the part that it's really funny, had, but at the same time, like I need yeah. to hustle through this, yeah. and we'll yeah. laugh about it later because, like, I was, I was yeah. legitimately worried that these guys were going to hit on me, and I was going to. I don't know, man. It was just kind of a, a hustled moment. No, it and, was. Uh, <laughs> I remember at one point you're like, "Dude, he's squatting so low." I was sure he had poison ivy on his ass, <laughs> and then it was like, yeah. <laughs> Poor dude, Calvin, let us know if you poison ivy on his nuts. No, I actually, I, I, I texted Calvin earlier today. I said, "Hey, man, got a story I want to share." Uh, you gonna be okay with it? He's like, yeah. What is it? I said it's the poop story, and he just was like, yeah, you, you can. I said honestly, this is too good not like this. This was just something else. Well, Alex, uh, yeah. I know you're at work, buddy. Well, you got anything else you kind of want to leave with? I know that's a world class story, but any other just takeaways or before we let you go I here? I think it would be awful hard to top that. I mean, yeah. it was a great trip overall. I'm sure you guys are gonna go into greater detail on a lot of stuff, other good memories that I have in, in uh, my memory bank, but. uh so you guys tell your stories, but I think I've shared the one that I can, yeah, you know, best share with you guys. I don't so think we can top that. No, there's there's <laughs> nothing that can top that I'm, except I'm just thankful that I was there to witness it firsthand, and that I can uh, share with you guys. And now, now for everybody on Spotify and Apple to uh, <laughs> to enjoy with us, you know, even if they weren't there, they can still enjoy that. Memory. Oh, they so. they can you guys, still. Do you want to plug Calvin's Instagram? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> at, at, at Calvin Wingate. <laughs> yeah. Also, what's great about Calvin is this is also the guy that like most of our reels get like six thousand to thirteen thousand views. We have one with one point two million, and it's him chunking his nine iron like fourteen feet from one hundred and fifty out, and it's just like th- this this guy. I said, dude, Calvin, you're a content machine. You're a content god. Like you just got to embrace your role for us and understand uh, you're the man. Alex, well, if you could have gotten a video. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm I don't know if I could have, man. I don't, I don't know if I had it in me. Also, on top of just being so rushed, I was wearing yeah. a drop drop bomb on my head. Oh, I don't man. know, man. It was, it was key to the moment. Like, I'm just glad that I can, you know, remember it and share it with everybody. But yep. I, I think the, the best part of all this is of all the people that hopefully listen to this podcast and are going to hear this and share this memory with us, even if they weren't there. It's uh, Calvin's mom. You know, she's surely she listens to these podcasts because Dr. Sherry Wingate least, from Piney Flies Chiropractic. She's the lead sponsor. Lead sponsor. So, like, take Calvin's I'm back. So proud of my son. He's an absolute bomb. It was a little. It was a little less. We ended up using mine, but he's an absolute bomb. His back surely was straight. Maybe not while he was taking that schmoo in the woods, but I mean, before that, nice and straight. That's yeah. awesome, dude. Well, Alex, thanks for joining us, buddy. We'll have you on here again soon. And uh, take Sounds care of the rest of the network. Y'all have a good one. See you. All right. See you, boss. God, I got to catch my breath. Yeah. yeah. My stomach hurts. No, that I just, man, I, I don't know the last time I've laughed that hard when he was telling this story. I mean, just 
like if, if you know Calvin, you can just see this. Like you in you know him, he's always like super courteous, aware of stuff like that. So I know like his stress level on him in the woods just had to been through the fucking roof. While he's shitting and getting poison ivy all over himself. Just, uh, I think God. it's funny for the guys that were there because we can all just picture the whole. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> and then we just see right. Yeah. <laughs> just the woods and Calvin over there. Oh, God. Taking a, a squat. What a good time. Well, one last thing I feel like was, uh, you know, we'll just kind of lead off with this. It was a great trip um, on the way home. I know you guys were riding home with Jacob, and, you know, we love having new people in the league, but nothing like really welcoming him really into the league. So why don't you guys tell me a little bit about how you made him feel very special and included with the dudes. So we were we were driving home, and like the first kind of leg back home is all backwoods, you know, kind of curvy roads, and Jeremy's about to throw up from car sickness. Seriously. <laughs> we were like 15 minutes into the ride, and Jacob's over there just snoring logs already, not waking up at all. So we got this straight away, and I said, uh, hey, Jeremy, get your phone out. Put it on video. <laughs> and he goes, why? And I said, I'm going to slam on the brakes on the count of three, and we all scream. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, one, two, three, and I slammed on the brakes. <clears throat> we all scream, and <laughs> he woke up about to fight somebody. <laughs> if you... <laughs> It's like if that. you're lucky to see the video, he was basically like put his arms up like like knuckles, like he was getting ready to fight. Yeah, it's like the you've seen the videos where the semi is getting pulled by another semi, so yes, it looks like it's yes. about to crash into you heads on. That's what they pulled on him. Yeah. So I know Jacob. Um, you know, after the the tournament, everyone's being all like sweet and sentimental and all that bullshit, and everyone's like, "Oh, I had so much fun!" And then like this video gets posted to Jacob, and Jacob had just got done saying what how great everyone was, and he's like, "Yeah, except Jeremy, go fuck yourself." Love <laughs> Well, guys, um, so you can't tell this was just an absolute hell of a time at the first Hazards Cup. Uh, already can't wait till our next uh, tournament that we have on the year. Looking forward to seeing you guys, Adam. I know Brad. We got that baby on the way coming up. So you're gonna be a little busy here. Yeah, um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be absent for a little while, and uh, I'm sure all the dudes are super mad that they're gonna have a chance to catch up to you in the standings. Guys, great time as always. Jeremy, you got anything you want to lead out with? I, for anybody who has not been on a trip yet, I would just say this: I was obviously a little nervous going out, but I mean absolute blast and if you haven't done it yet please sign up for myrtle springdale any event that's coming up you need to get in asap and four man scramble at pine oaks charity yeah yes. sign yeah. up that, that's yes. going to be a great one yes. bunch of time i might not be there but sign up yeah yes. sign up for it. it's gonna be a great one well guys thank you so much for listening to this recap episode of the dudes of hazards radio and as always dudes keep it classy <laughs>